All right, we're back on the Urology Care Podcast. My guest today is Keith Herring. Keith, tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay, just a little bit about me. As you said, my name is Keith Herring. I'm from Massland, Ohio. That is the place where the legendary Hall of Famer coach Paul Brown is from. So this goes back to my great-grandfather, my grandfather, my father, and then myself. And my father was diagnosed with prostate cancer. So at 30 years old, they decided, the doctor said, we want to start getting you checked at once a year, starting at age 30. Well, what's ironic about this, I have a brother, Brock, who is 10 years older than me, and he was also getting checked too. So at 30 years old, as time goes by, at age 45, um, my annual checkup had prostate prostate screening, Mm -hmm. and... I get a phone call one day on a Monday. I'll never forget this day. Uh, I refereed uh, collegiate basketball for the NCAA. Sure. And I was on the way to Bowling Green University. And I get a call, and I answer, and the doctor says, hey, what are you doing? And I said, oh, I'm on the way to go referee. He says, pull over. And I went. You were literally in the car I driving was, to go referee a big-time NCAA basketball game, and you got the call? On the turnpike. Wow. And I said, why? And he says, just pull over if you can. So I got a chance to pull over and he says, well, we did a test and uh, we need to go and do a biopsy. I said, a biopsy? So he says, come in. And so a few days later, we did a biopsy. About three days later, he calls me in. He said, I want you to come in. And he says, bring your wife. And by this time, I'm sweating a little bit. Sure. So this was probably... Uh, three weeks before Christmas, and he says, uh, we found someone on the left side, and uh, we need to take care of this. And my exact words to him was, how long do I got? And he says, well, no, it's not like that. He says, we we think we found it in time. You have a slow grade of cancer, and you know, and I won't get into particulars about Gleason scores and that kind of thing, but he says, it's with your history, of your father having prostate cancer, your your grandfather's and your great-great-grandfather. He said, we probably need to take care of this. And I, I looked at my wife and says, I don't want my kids' Christmas ruined. I don't want them to know about this until after Christmas. So kind of an emotional How issue. How were your kids? I was, my kids at that time were probably uh, 17 and 12. Sure. So we didn't want to say anything. We didn't want them. I didn't want them staring at me. How old were you? I was 45, okay. which is rare sure. for this particular thing the doctors told me. So I didn't want anybody really staring at me doing Christmas. And, and I didn't really tell anybody until after the first of the year. So what was ironic about this, they sent me to the Cleveland Clinic where they thought that the guy at that time's name was Dr. Eric Klein. And he was one of the masters at handling these types of surgery, robotic surgery. So I go in December, and he says, uh, we're going to do this. The earliest we can get you in is April. And I said, April? He said, yeah. I said, well, that's like four months away. He says, you're okay. He says, it's not moving fast enough, and nothing's going to spread. Everything sure. is in the capsule. We, we, you know, we think this is going to be pretty successful. Well, anyway, long story short, uh, we get to April. I'll never forget the day, April 15th tax day Mm -hmm. and uh, they do the surgery Uh, I go in uh, I wake up out of recovery and he tells me everything was in the capsule 
we got everything. Uh, no chemo or no radiation or anything after that. We're just going to monitor you. So they just monitored, monitored me, you know, the first five years. And I was back to my local doctor. And he said, well, you get to five years, you have a um, good milestone. And I got to five years, and I was at zero. And he says, well, you know, 10 is even better. And I really was like, oh, my gosh. Got a little down in the dumps a little bit. But we get to 10 years, and he says, you know what? Um, by this time, um, if anything, is something else is going to get you in this prostate cancer. So, so at this point in my life, I'm 13 years out without any problems, no return, no signs of it returning. So... Uh, I, I guess the issue is here, it's it's amazing how many men don't really get checked for prostate. They won't even have an average blood test or anything done. You were diagnosed in 2003? 2003. So, okay. so here we are now, 2017. And how do you feel? I feel great. I mean, I'm in good health, other than being a little chubby, but uh, I'm in great health. I feel good. And, and my message always to any men I see being athletes or um, somebody on the street that we need to get your prostate checked. Don't mess around. Get this done. And tell me about your support system. I know you said you uh, were hesitant to tell your kids about it after you got diagnosed. Who was there for you during that difficult time? How did you get through that emotionally? Well, after uh, I had the, the test done and the surgery done my my family was there my my wife my kids my kids handled they were real troopers they handled it like like it was nothing so now at this point my son who's 28 years old he's very much aware that probably in two years he's going to start to have to get checked so then we have what's very ironic in my family is in my family there have been probably uh 15 cases of prostate cancer among the men. So as the doctor told us, there's a, there's a bad gene in the, in the family somewhere. And my father came from a family of eight boys. And from what we understand, all eight of those men had prostate cancer. And now their sons, we all check, and some are very lucky and haven't had anything. And at this point in my life, the message is, uh, guys out there um, get your yearly checkup and don't be afraid talk to your doctor about it talk, what's talk the to downside your doctor? about bringing it up to your doctor yeah because in your doctor most doctors are doing a pretty good job now of saying hey we need to get your screen you better get your blood test check your PSA get the conversation going yeah because if you don't uh, I remember in, in my job I talked to a, a guy that I worked with and his brother had had prostate cancer yeah. And he'd never been checked, and he was 60 years old. And so, <laughs> I gotta ask this: When you got the call the night you were supposed to referee a game at Bowling Green State University up here in Ohio, where we're recording this, did you ref the game? I, I ref the game. Hey, you know the show must go on. And you know what? In the back of my mind, I I knew there was something not good. And you know, he told me. He says. We're going to get a uh, do another test on you, a biopsy. But I'm pretty much for sure that there is something there. 
So, you know, you just kind of ride on down the highway and all these things are going through your mind. But, you know, once you hit the court, you know, you got to do your job. You're in the zone. And, but then coming back home on that three-hour ride, there's a whole lot of things going through your head. So I knew I had that uh, appointment with the doctor in a couple of days afterward. And, and it is what it is. You know, if you if you get checked out, if they find it, they can handle it. The earlier, the better. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I... You know, I've run into Keith a few times. He's he's a great guy and always seems to have a positive outlook on things. Is that a direct result of surviving prostate cancer, or you just always been like that? I, I you know, I, I have to say my faith is one of the things that has helped. You know, being a Christian, you know, I I, I really you asked me who my support group was. That's, my, your, that's part of your support that, system. That's my support sure. system plus my church family and yeah. and those that you can pass that message on and. I've kind of been an advocate for the, indirectly for the NFL and know your stats. Uh, I wear my blue bracelet, uh, uh, rubber bracelet around as much as I can. I remember several years ago they gave me a bag of them. So I passed them around yeah. the city of Canton. and Telling people to go to knowyourstats.org. At least learn <laughs> the, about it. Learn about it. Get educated on what prostate cancer is. Pro, what is, you know considered prostate healthy you know it's such an important message to get across and you know there's all kind of things out there you know if, if you're if you're eating more lycopene and and watching your diet and all those things are important mm -hmm. and those are the things your doctor will talk to you about but i really emphasize you know as he mentioned the website go to that website knowyourstats.org and uh learn get some information there but first of all Talk to your doctor. There are more people out there than you think has had this surgery. When I went to the doctor's office in Cleveland Clinic, I was waiting uh, to see the doctor. And out in the waiting room, there were three guys from my hometown sitting in the waiting room. Wow. And, and we're in, we live uh, an hour away from Cleveland, and, and we're all looking at each other. I said, what are you doing there? He said, I just had prostate cancer surgery, and uh, I was just diagnosed. I said, you're kidding me. Yeah. So... You know, I kind of talked to those guys a little bit. They were older than me, and they told me uh, what the surgery was going to detail and what the rehab and what the recovery was. So I, I had great support for this thing. Keith, thank you so much for sharing your prostate cancer journey with us. I mean, it's awesome that you're here every year running around at the Hall of Fame, volunteering, doing your thing. Just so much positive energy, so much good vibes, and I love talking to you every year, and I'm so glad you can, you had a chance to come on and, and share with more people your journey. I appreciate you, you asking me to, to share my story, and this is my 29th year as a volunteer, and I talked to the 29 Hall. years volunteering with the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Yeah. Not, a bad, not a bad gig. Not a bad gig, and uh, I'm thankful for them allowing them, me to do this, but uh, as I tell the players and the former players, um, Again, as he said, go to Know Your Stats and get that information, and uh, it'll ease your mind quite a bit. Thanks again, Keith. This podcast has been brought to you by the Urology Care Foundation, the official foundation of the American Urological Association.